your family has to be led. Mm -hmm. Your marriage has to be led. Mm -hmm. You have to come to an agreed upon vision from God for your marriage and your family. Mm -hmm. You have to. And if you're disagreeing over the details or fighting over trivia, you need to really just take a break and pull back and ask, okay, God, big picture. Are we living in the city we're supposed to be living in? Are we working in the job we're supposed to be working yeah. in? Are we attending the church we're supposed to be worshiping in? Are our kids getting educated in the school that they're supposed to be educated in? And it's okay to ask those big questions. All right, Mark and Grace Driscoll here with the uh, Real Marriage Podcast. And uh, hey, we love you and uh, we are really honored to be part of your uh, marriage. And hey, we're heading into the Christmas season and it can be complicated and difficult and puts a lot of stress on families, especially with all the craziness going on in our world. So we're here to help and we are in the middle of a podcast series uh, on the spiritual gifts. And so the big idea is during the holidays, you know, we tend to give and receive gifts. Well, God has given to each Christian one or more spiritual gifts, supernatural abilities in the Holy Spirit to bless and benefit others and to do ministry. And so we've got a free uh, study guide and ebook to help you uncover and discover your spiritual gift. It goes along with this uh, series of podcasts. It's free and uh, we'd love to get it in your hands. But uh, today we're going to talk about leadership in your marriage and then also leadership through the holidays. Mm -hmm. And so uh, is this a gift that you think you've got? Gift of leadership. Not primary, no. Not primary. It's a, So there are kind of primary, secondary, tertiary gifts. I think it's a gift that you have, but it's not a primary gift. Me? Yes. Primary gift. <laughs> I, uh, the leader is the person who gravitates toward responsibility. They tend to have a clear vision of the future, of like this is where we need to go. And they tend to have the ability to compel other people to buy into that vision and to help them accomplish it. So the... Uh, the leader is usually the visionary says, you know, here's where we could be or what we could do. And then they communicate it. And a bunch of people say, we see that and we trust you to get us there and we're going to follow you. Mm-hmm. So some people think they have the gift of leadership. And if nobody's following you, you're just out for a walk. But uh, <laughs> leaders have followers. That's how you yes. know ultimately who a leader is. The Bible is filled with leaders yes. from beginning to end. And of course, Jesus Christ is the greatest leader in the history of the world. Okay. So let's talk about um, leadership in general. So that ultimately the husband and the wife are supposed to be one. And when they make their decisions, uh, that those leadership decisions need to be unified. Why is that so critical? Because sometimes what happens in a marriage, one person is a more naturally gifted leader, which is fine. God's given them that ability. But if they work independently of their spouse, it's going to be really brutal for the marriage. Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to be one and being one means we have the same vision and we're walking in the same direction. Doesn't mean we're exactly the same or that we're applying that vision the same, but we're on the same mission that Jesus has us on together. Otherwise it's division. Yeah. And division literally means two visions. And so if a husband and a wife have two visions, you have division. And Jesus has a family or a house that's divided, falls apart, Mm -hmm. falls down. Mm -hmm. And so the key for leadership is unified vision. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're in a marriage where, like our marriage, 
I'm a more natural leader than you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see something sooner and I'm going to want to activate in that direction quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I do that, then I'm out ahead of you. And the Bible says it's not good to be alone. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a position that's not good. And we're supposed to be one. And instead, we've got some problems. You're supposed to consider and be understanding of each other. So so for me, as the leader, how do I, inc- what is the best way if one person in the marriage is the more naturally stronger leader, has the gift of leadership or to a higher degree, how do they consider, include their spouse so that they're leading together? Well, they need to stop and ask (laughs) the person how they feel about it. If they're, you know, pray about it together, you need to actually consider what they have to say about it and not just plow ahead. Especially with the big decisions. Mm -hmm. So we can use our move to Arizona maybe as a case study. So I'm a natural leader. So for me, I just want to see what's next, and I want to get working on it. I, I have, I do forward. I'm not big on backward. Well, um, and when one chapter clearly closes, you're ready to move into the next chapter. Yeah, I'm like, okay, if that's over, what's next? Mm-hmm. Um, but you, um, you have a harder time envisioning the future, and I think in part because you think about details, mm-hmm. and I'm more just big picture. I'll figure it out when I get there. Yeah, I mean, I I think of all the details that go into the change. You just are excited about the change, which is great because I would just stay stuck in the details if I didn't have someone helping me walk toward that change that, I mean, in that in this scenario, the Lord was asking us to do. And so I would have stayed in that same place a lot longer if you hadn't have led me through that. Yeah, but like even so uh, some years ago, God called us out of one ministry. We weren't sure what was next. So we're trying to get our our vision as a family around, okay, what's next for us? And I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's pack. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And you were not there. Mm-mm. You're like, I'm not ready to move. I'm not ready to pivot, make that big life adjustment. We have five kids, elementary, middle school, high school, college. These are mat- like, we got to pack. We got to move. We got to figure out church, friends, school, city. I mean, we got to, I mean, it was everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and it took more time for you to come to a vision of the future. Well, and I wanted to pray through it and hear kind of from the Lord what that meant for my part of it, because I knew I needed to submit to the Lord and to you in what he had for us. But I didn't know what that looked like for me in the process. And so I really wanted to get more time to you're more of a researcher, figure it out okay, Lord, is this what you want? And I'm more like, I'm going to sit and listen to what the Lord wants, and then I'm going to do it. So you you get the plan and say, okay, Lord, is this it? And yeah. I wait for the plan. <laughs> well, and then I could press you, though, and I turn into the sales force. I'm like, yes. <laughs> here's the 17 reasons why Arizona is the best, and here's yeah. the housing market, and here's where we live. And you're just like, the Lord hasn't said move. And right. until he says move, don't show me all the research. Well, and you did research California as well, and I said no. And yeah. Aren't you glad? <laughs> I am very, very glad. And so I guess uh, I didn't think we'd get down this rabbit trail, just even talking about the spiritual gift of leadership and uh, places it appears in the Bible, like uh, Romans twelve eight. But right now, we have a global lack of leadership. Mm-hmm. We have, I don't care what your political party is, we have a national uh, crisis of leadership. Mm-hmm. 
where everyone is making excuses, every, nobody's making plans, everybody's telling us why things aren't going well, nobody's telling us how they're going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, whole states with governors are having leadership crises, whole cities with mayors are having leadership crises, businesses, industries. I mean, it's a catastrophic leadership failure from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. And the way it's affecting marriages is families are being forced to make some really hard leadership decisions. You know, I mean, not out of fear. Yeah. Do do I keep my job or lose my job? Do I keep my career? Do I lose my career? Do we stay in this uh, city or state um, or is it time to move? We're looking at record relocation. Mm -hmm. Whole cities are emptying out and it's in large part married couples with kids and families. I mean, here we are in Scottsdale, Arizona. And we're the fastest growing city and county in America. And people are I mean, we are meeting at church daily dozens of people who have mm-hmm. just moved here and they're like we made the biggest decision of our life mm-hmm. and that is to start over somewhere else yeah. it's like that's a massive leadership decision and if one person in the marriage makes that and the other person is not ready for that or is resentful of that it's catastrophic it's yeah your marriage is totally divided at that point and so you know for me as one who has the natural gift of leadership, if I would have gotten out ahead of you and you would have felt like you were being pushed into something or drug into something, permission to speak freely, where would we have ended up? How would have that have worked? Um, I probably would have harbored anger or something because I felt forced to do something that I wasn't sure for us if that's what the Lord was actually asking. I wanted to trust that he was telling you that, but I wanted us to be unified about it because I knew that if that was something the Lord was truly asking, he would let us both know and have peace about it because that affects our whole family. It affected our extended family as well because there's, you know, they didn't move with us. And so it, yeah, it's a big decision and little decisions can uh, eat away as well if you're not unified. But a decision like that, you you really have to be unified. And so really it was just, you know, you did all the research, you kind of presented your case. And I said, okay, now I just need to pray about it. I don't need any more information. I just need to pray about it. I need you to pray for me as I'm praying about it. Um, we need to pray about this together. We sought wise counsel. We did all the things that we needed to do. We just needed to make sure that the Lord was asking that. And so I think leadership is great awesome. We need it. God is a, you know, perfect father leader. Um, but that can look like all kinds of different things. One way for you that you did that for me was by leading in prayer. You led by praying for me and with us to see what God was leading us to do. And I think it doesn't always mean that you're giving commands of what needs to be done or not done. It's often just sitting with someone that needs the presence of leadership. Um, and, and for us, that's what it looked like. So it can have well, different phases. Too, honey. So leadership is crucial, but leadership is completely neutralized and ineffective without unity. Mm-hmm. And that's true in a business, a company where you can have a great leader. If you or don't, it's harmful. If you don't have a unified team, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter exactly how, how great the leader is or mm-hmm. what the vision is. If the team isn't unified, it's, it's hopeless. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for us to have a unified family, it started with us having a unified marriage. Yes coming to the conclusion and conviction, like, okay, we agree on what the Lord is calling us into. Then we could lead our kids. In the then we could lead our kids into it. Cause if we're not the king to being a good leader is being a good follower. Mm-hmm. Like, are you following the Holy spirit? Are you yeah. following the word of God, the will of God? Mm-hmm. And then together 
you know, are you as a couple unified in God per, God's purposes for your marriage and family? And so, you know, I, I used to definitely get impatient, be like, come on, you need to pick up the pace. We need to go. And you're like, I'm not there yet. And the, the, uh, the, the division that can come into a family is catastrophic. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it can lead to anger, it can lead to bitterness, mm-hmm. resentment, or one person being wholehearted and the other being half-hearted yeah. or dishearted. Yeah. And right now, as I'm just thinking through uh, marriages going into the holidays, I mean, you've got, there are people that are dealing with big, big, big mm-hmm. decisions about careers, about jobs, about where they live, about how they educate their children. Mm-hmm. Do we continue to send them to the public school? Do we send them to Christian school, private school? Do we homeschool them? I mean, it's this is the biggest <clears throat> uh, change uh, suddenly of how we educate our children in the history of our nation mm-hmm. here in America. It's like yeah. it's just record numbers of musical chairs for how parents are educating. Do we uh, do we go back into our career? Do we pick a new career? I mean, it, our our church was. You know, went left, progressive, woke, apostate, and many are doing that tragically, or it uh, died and was closed too long and doesn't have momentum. Do we stay in this church? Do we go? I mean, mm-hmm. marriages right now are making an incredible number of very big leadership decisions yes. all at once. It's all forced right it's now. It's all forced mm-hmm. right now, and circumstances are forcing it. Mm-hmm. And so even going into the holidays, you're going to need to lead through it. Mm-hmm. And it can't just be... Well, this is what we've always done. Well, maybe this year is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Travel's different. Supply chain is different. <clears throat> Economics are different. Uh, family dynamics are different. I mean, it's just a time that requires real, prayerful, careful mm-hmm. leadership. And Jesus always considered what was best for the person because he knew the hearts of people. And, and so considering the person that you're leading is, you know, not just saying, oh, this is what we're going to do, but I'm going to consider you and the leadership decision. I think that's a huge part of godly leadership. Yeah, and you've got a little checklist there, honey, that just are some indicators. If you have the gift of leadership, your spouse does, maybe some of your kids do, and seeing and calling that out and nurturing that as a real gift to your family, especially during this season. Mm -hmm. Do you find leadership enjoyable rather than frustrating and difficult? When a difficult situation arises, do other look to others look to you for input and leadership? Do you usually take leadership in a group where none exists? Do others look to you to make the major decisions for a group or organization? Um, do you tend to have clear vision for a better future than others agree with and rally around? And so on this gift of leadership, this supernatural spiritual gift of leadership, um, let me just say that to the couples that are listening, like your family has to be led. Mm -hmm. Your marriage has to be led. Mm -hmm. You have to come to an agreed upon vision from God for your marriage and your family. Mm -hmm. You have to. And if you're disagreeing over the details or fighting over trivia, you need to really just take a break and pull back and ask, okay, God, Big picture. Are we living in the city we're supposed to be living in? Are we working in the job we're supposed to be working in? Are we attending the church we're supposed to be worshiping in? Are our kids getting educated in the school that they're supposed to be educated Mm in? And it's okay to ask those big questions. And life has just for some major leadership reconsiderations. Um, There was a leadership book I read some years ago. It was just a business book. And um, might have shared the story before, but there was two guys standing on a dock looking at a huge cruise ship, you know, big, massive, 
boat. And one guy asked the other guy in regard to that boat, who's the most important person? And and that guy said what most of us would say. Well, obviously, it's the captain. He said, no, it's actually it's the boat builder. Because mm-hmm. you can have the world's greatest captain, but if you don't have a good boat, it doesn't really matter. Right. And what we're talking about here is leadership is being the captain of the ship. And you and your spouse have got to lead your family. Um, but ultimately, vision is building your boat. Mm-hmm. Letting God build your boat. That's okay. and yeah. what, what, what does life look like? Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe the reason for some of you that are listening and you're like, yeah, life is hard right now. The holidays are going to be complicated. Things are frustrating. This may be God's way of saying uh, time to build a better boat, time mm-hmm. to get in a different boat, mm-hmm. time to rebuild your boat. Yeah. It may be time to make some significant life adjustments. And for those of you who are listening, these seasons do require leadership. I mean, I've got a church, I've got a ministry, I've got a family, I've got five kids. Like I've got a lot of people that I'm responsible for it mm-hmm. and they need me to lead. And what we've learned uh, is that for businesses, for churches, for um, families, people who just sat back and said, well, I'm not going to lead. I'm just going to wait for things to work themselves out. I think if we're paying attention, we've all come to the conclusion that the longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. Mm-hmm. And that if you're just waiting for someone else to lead and to fix problems and to create a healthy future, um, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a we had a war over an election. We, we've had we've had just a lot of cultural conflict and head on collisions. Yeah. And at the end of the day, uh, it, man, it's your marriage. Mm-hmm. It's your family. It's your kids. It's your legacy. And going into the holidays like it's it's your season mm-hmm. and and what does it look like to have god's vision and then to together as a husband and wife in unity lead through that and i want to honor you honey cuz uh we hit one of these sort of big reset seasons uh about 7 years ago and a lot of people are doing it right now ours was 7 years ago and in that um we we walked in unity mm mm-hmm. And we led our family in unity. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that things were hard. Doesn't mean that everything was easy and didn't mean it all worked out the way that we anticipated. But if we would have been divided, we would have lost our children. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, if we look all the way back to the garden, <laughs> Adam didn't lead his family. He let his wife participate in, in the plan that God didn't have for them. And so he didn't step up to lead and he watched and, and participated ultimately. And so when that happens, then like you just said, the kids, it doesn't go well. And then one of their sons murders their other son. So we, that's going to be the proclivity um, in the sinful flesh. But as Christians, we have the opportunity to look to the Lord as a perfect leader, to look to Jesus' life as a perfect leader and say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to step into leadership. I'm going to ask the Lord for discernment in leadership, for grace in leadership, for um, courage in leadership. And then he's going to help us do that because we're going to be on mission for him. Well, and I'll close with this too, honey. I agree. And it's interesting. We start these podcasts. We're never exactly sure what rabbit trail we go down. We just kind of verbal process Mm -hmm. and talk it out. So thanks for hanging in there with us. But going into the holidays, if you don't lead, what happens especially with extended family and friends is that the least emotionally mature, healthy person becomes the leader Mm -hmm. by drama, by control, by threatening, um, by uh, bribing. Mm -hmm. There are different ways that the least healthy, least um, 
competent, least uh, helpful member of the extended family. And that's where the holidays become very hard because you may even have a family and you're like, well, we have our vision and our values and and we lead our family. But when the holidays come, we need to connect with family and friends, extended family and Mm -hmm. friends. And then all of a sudden they take leadership. They change the culture of the environment of our home. Uh, They reset our conversations. Uh, They make us feel awkward or uncomfortable or judged or whatever the case may be. They create drama. They create factions and divisions. And so we just want to give you permission going into the holiday season. Somebody needs to lead your family. And as husband and wife, God has made you the leadership team to lead that family. Mm -hmm. And if you don't lead, the least healthy people will nominate themselves Mm -hmm. as the leader. Mm -hmm. And if you follow their leadership, you will have a miserable Christmas (laughs) and you will have painful memories and you will have missed a sacred opportunity. Uh, Somebody said it recently and it kind of just brought me to tears. They said, uh, you've only got 18 Christmases with them. Mm. I mean, oh, it just, how many do you want to blow? How many do you want to waste? How many do you want the crazy, unhealthy family drama Mm -hmm. to steal? Mm -hmm. And the truth is, if you do it well, they'll come back for Christmas and you'll get more than 18. (laughs) And one day they'll bring the grandkids Mm -hmm. and they'll sign up for 60 or 70 years. Uh, Somebody is going to lead your family. It needs to be you. Somebody Mm -hmm. is going to lead your holidays. It has to be you. Mm -hmm. Somebody is going to lead your spouse and children. And it has to be the Holy Spirit through you. Mm -hmm. And we want to just give you permission. The question is not, is there a leader? The question is, is the leader that God would have the one who's leading? Mm. That's good. I don't know. Pray for you. Father, thanks for us uh, having a chance to speak into marriage and God going into the holiday season. uh, Mom and dad, husband and wife are feeling the pressure to make major leadership decisions. Thank you for the spiritual gift of leadership. Thank you, God, that uh, you are our leader, uh, that we can follow your word, that we can follow your spirit, that we can follow the example of your son, that we can follow uh, the lordship of our father. And God, thank you uh, that you can lead and guide us. And God, I pray for those marriages that are really needing to make some hard leadership decisions right now. And there are people that have got some really complicated, difficult decisions to make. I pray for wisdom in the Holy Spirit, like James 1.5 says. I pray for wise counsel to surround them and his grace wisely brought up. I pray that they would have unity around their vision, that the husband and the wife would have these conversations and that they would find your vision for their life, that they would share it and lead into that vision together. And I pray against division uh, and I pray against demonic separation. I pray against conflict. I pray going into the holidays, Lord, that they would not passively allow certain people to bully and boss them around, uh, that they would lead in love, that they would lead in courage, that they would lead in humility, but that they would lead in the spirit so that the holidays could be a great time. Good memories, fresh start, uh, a respite from the year that we've had and not a continuation of it in Jesus' good name. Amen. Amen.